Section 3 of Hawaiian Legends of Ghosts and Ghost Gods. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Hawaiian Legends of Ghosts and Ghost Gods by William Drake Westervelt A Giant's Rock Throwing A point of land on the northwestern coast of the island Oahu is called Kaileokeana, which means the Cape of Kiana. A short distance from the cape lies a large rock which bears the name Pohaku o Kauai, or Rock of Kauai, a large island northwest of Oahu. This rock is as large as a small house. There is an interesting legend told on the island of Oahu which explains why these names have for generations been fastened to the cape and to the rock. A long time ago there lived on Kauai a man of wonderful power, Ha-Pu. When he was born, the signs of a demigod were over the house of his birth. Lightning flashed through the skies and thunder reverberated, a rare event in the Hawaiian Islands, and supposed to be connected with the birth or death or some very unusual occurrence in the life of a chief. Mighty floods of rain fell and poured in torrents down the mountain sides, carrying the red iron soil into the valleys in such quantities that the rapids and the waterfalls became the color of blood, and the natives called this a blood rain. During the storm, even after sunshine filled the valley, a beautiful rainbow rested over the house in which the young chief was born this rainbow was thought to come from the miraculous powers of the newborn child shining out from him instead of from the sunlight around him many chiefs throughout the centuries of hawaiian legends were said to have had this rainbow around them all their lives how poo while a child was very powerful and after he grew up was wildly known as a great warrior he would attack and defeat armies of his enemies without aid from any person his spear was like a mighty weapon sometimes piercing a host of enemies and sometimes putting aside all opposition when he thrust it into the ranks of his opponents if he had thrown his spear and if fighting with his bare hands did not vanquish his foes he would leap to the hillside tear up a great tree and with it sweep away all before him as if he were wielding a huge broom he was known and feared throughout the hawaiian islands he became angry quickly and used his great powers very rashly one night he lay sleeping in his royal rest house on the side of a mountain which faced the neighboring island of oahu between the two islands lay a broad channel about thirty miles wide 
when clouds were on the face of the sea these islands were hidden from each other but when they lifted the rugged valleys of the mountains on one island could be clearly seen from the other even by moonlight the shadowy lines would appear this night the strong man stirred in his sleep indistinct noises seemed to surround his house he turned over and dropped off into slumber again soon he was aroused a second time and he was awake enough to hear shouts of men far far away louder rose the noise mixed with the roar of the great surf waves so he realized that it came from the sea and then he forced himself to rise and stumble to the door he looked out toward oahu a multitude of lights were flashing on the sea before his sleepy eyes a low murmur of many voices came from the place where the dancing lights seemed to be his confused thoughts made it appear to him that a great fleet of warriors was coming from oahu to attack his people he blindly rushed out to the edge of a high precipice which overlooked the channel evidently many boats and many people were out in the sea below he laughed and stooped down and tore a huge rock from its place this he swung back and forth back and forth back and forth until he gave it great impetus which added to his own miraculous power sent it far out over the sea like a great cloud it rose in the heavens and as if blown by swift winds sped on its way over on the shores of oahu a chief whose name was kiana had called his people out for a night's fishing canoes large and small came from all along the coast torches without number had been made and placed in the canoes the largest fish nets had been brought there was no need of silence nets had been set in the best places fish of all kinds were to be aroused and frightened into the nets flashing lights splashing paddles and clamor from hundreds of voices resounded all around the nets gradually the canoes came nearer and nearer the center the shouting increased great joy ruled the tumult which drowned the roar of the waves across the channel and up the mountain sides of Kauai swept the shouts of the fishing party into the ears of drowsy haupu the noise forced itself little dreamed the excited fishermen of the effect on this far away Kauai. suddenly something like a bird as large as a mountain seemed to be above and then with a mighty sound like a roar of winds it descended upon them smashed and submerged were the canoes when the huge boulder thrown by hapu hurled itself upon them the chief kiana and his canoe were in the center of this terrible mass of wreckage and he and many of his people lost their lives 
the waves swept sand upon the shore until in time a long point of land was formed the remaining followers of the dead chief named this cape kiana the rock thrown by hapu embedded itself in the depths of the ocean but its head rose far above the water even when raging storms dashed turbulent waves against it to this death-dealing rock the natives gave the name rock of Kauai. thus for generations has the deed of the man of giant force been remembered on oahu and so have a cape and a rock received their names end of section three recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c